1: WPGC 95.5, the DNA of the DMV. And right now, everyone, we are joined on the phone by Anthony Lorenzo Green, who is a core organizer for Black Lives Matter D.C. Good morning, brother. Good morning.
2: What's going on, brother? What's going on, Mo? Good to be here with everybody.
1: Good to be here with you. Good to be here with you as well. Um, Let's just start with a request that uh, Black Lives Matter, D.C., asked of D.C. government back in November. What was the request?
2: Our request was really a demand to the city to take seriously the threat that we were seeing on our streets from white supremacists. This is the third time they have entered our city, came on our streets, vandalized our property, and threatened folks, no mass in the middle of a pandemic, Making it very clear of their intentions. They said they wanted to come here, bring violence. They wanted to so called stop the steal of a legitimate election. And this weekend, they, you know, if you were on social media, I'm sure everybody saw the video. They stated proudly and loudly they were going to storm the Capitol. Uh, So we wanted the city to use that same force they used against black and brown folks for months down on Black Lives Matter Plaza up on Georgia Ave, when they pepper spray Karan and Brown's mom, when they sprayed those kids in the McDonald's. We wanted to see whether they were going to use that same weaponry and aggression against white supremacists who made it very clear that they were going to come to Washington, D.C. and bring harm to our City. And they and you, failed.
1: Let me ask you, in your estimation, do you think yesterday could have been avoided? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the
2: intel was there. This was open source. This wasn't a secret. Uh, different groups, MAGA, Proud Boys, you name it, they have been publicly on social media and the stating what their intentions were when they came here. Everyone assumed, that we least I assume, that all these police resources that we have in this city, let's be clear, there are over 32 independent law enforcement agencies that operate here in Washington, D.C which includes D.C. Police, U.S. Capitol Police, U.S. Park Police, which ironically was absent yesterday. I don't know where they were at. Right. Uh, (laughs) And D.C. National Guard, which is different because we we are not a state. We have no control over our National Guard. We have to ask the U.S. Army for permission. And that was denied at first until Vice President Pence gave an order for the National Guard to come. But that was late. So it was confusing to a lot of people watching yesterday play out and see how all these white supremacists were allowed to just walk up, run up in the Capitol, cause chaos. Four people died. One woman shot in the chest, And they didn't stop it. And they didn't just pop up on the Capitol miraculously. They didn't come from the sky. They were in our streets. They were in the streets of D.C., the first place they came when they came to the city was Black Lives Matter Plaza because they wanted to get to the memorial fence to tear down all the posters and the signs and all the names of black folks that have been killed across this country from police violence. Mm. So they were here, but no one stopped them.
1: Anthony, I know from protesting with you last year, it's not a lie that we saw a completely different setup knowing protesters were coming, uh, definitely a different reaction. What were the biggest differences that? you saw
2: well <laughs> i saw people being politely you know having in hand held and carried down the steps I asked so can you lead me oh you know and i saw people opening gates and letting people through i saw officers taking selfies um there was a completely different response than what me and many other racial justice activists have been getting Ever since the killing of George Floyd. And for many of us here who are from DC, you know, live in DC, never left DC, who've been fighting on the street for years, ever since US Park Police killed Trey Joyner, ever since they killed Jeffrey Price and Daquan Young and Marquise Austin. You know, so it's a completely different response. It was just three years ago, almost three years ago, in Deanwood at Ward Seven on Sheriff Road. There was a huge brawl between six district police officers and the community. There was a six-year-old young girl pepper sprayed by DC police. I didn't see that same response when white supremacists went downtown, tried to get on Black Lives Matter Plaza, went to the mall, went up into the Capitol. I didn't see that same response from all the law enforcement agencies. Uh, I, it wasn't just too long ago when Trump went and, you know, did that photo op with the upside down Bible in front of the church. Yeah. You remember that?
1: Yeah. And he and he's had had troops pepper spray the people <laughs> who were out there and maced them. What do you what do you think is going to happen on Inauguration Day?
2: Inauguration Day. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I would just say. Me personally, I will lean into caution and say that, you know, everyone should be prepared for anything that may come, you know, these folks have made it very clear that they don't believe that they don't believe that, you know, Joe Biden actually won this election. They don't believe that black folks turned out to the polls and reclaimed their time. They just can't believe it. They've never seen nothing like this. (laughs) You know, and I want black people to take pride in that. You know, this ain't about Biden and Trump. This is about us. Yeah. And how we decided to stand up and say, you know, this this is our space. This is our time. This is our moment to reimagine what public safety is for us. Reimagine what it looks like for real housing for people. Tear down some of these barriers to folks who are coming out of the criminal justice system can actually get ahead. Get a lot of our people out of cages who've been locked away for weed charges or just locked away, period, for years. They need to come home there's a debt that needs to be paid. And you know, I see today knowing that, you know, our ancestors really have prepared us for this. You know, and we all need to take part with that.
1: What do you think uh we should be asking of this uh, new administration? Well, I would tell so first and foremost,
2: if you were Washingtonian or well, even if you're not a Washingtonian, you first thing you should be demanding is DC statehood this is a racial justice issue for us. We are in the status we are today because, you know, people before us wanted to oppress the, the what they called Negroes coming into the district. They didn't want us to get any power. That's why we're in the status today. So the first thing we need to demand is these states that we have control of the Senate now. We have a senator, senator in West Virginia, Joe Manton. Can you remember that D.C. folks for years used to go out through Charlestown races and spend big money in West Virginia? Don't forget, you need to stand with D.C. and support D.C. statehood and make this happen for us. We need our own representation in the Senate. And I also want to tell people that, you know, we needed to demand from this administration that they need to reimagine how we invest in Black lives and Black futures. You know, make Black lives matter a reality in policy. Yeah, you man. know, Give us the resources we need so that we can truly keep our communities safe and raise our babies in a world where they don't have to worry about dodging bullets on our streets. Communities with the most resources don't have all these police officers in their faces on every block. Give us our money back. Give us our
1: resources. Give us our
2: reparation.
1: You heard the man. Thank you so, so much. Thank you a billion, man. I really appreciate it this morning. This is my brother, Anthony Lorenzo Green, core organizer for Black Lives Matter DC, giving his thoughts on what we saw yesterday. We want to hear from you, though, right, Poe? Yes, DC especially. Chime in, 877-955-5267. As a D.C. resident, how did you feel about what you saw go down yesterday to the response, what the city being prepared, and everything in between? Sound off with the Joe Claire Morning Show.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours